Good afternoon. I'm Larry Stone. Mostly cloudy skies tonight. Scattered showers around the low down to 60. Your forecast in minutes. Senator Paul Bailey says the legislature is working fast to get a budget passed by the weekend. State department heads have made more than $400 million in cuts to the state budget. Tennessee derives most of its uh, revenue from sales tax. And obviously when you have major cities like Nashville shutting down tourism, you know, we've, we've had a huge hit to um, the number of conventions coming just to Nashville So our revenue streams are going to be diminished over the next few weeks while we work through this coronavirus. Governor Bill Lee wants some $350 million of the cuts to go toward the state's rainy day fund. Bailey called that just an in-case measure should the coronavirus situation last. Area seniors that receive meal deliveries through the Upper Cumberland Development District will not see a disruption in that service. Holly Williams is the director of the Area Agency on Aging and Disability. That program has actually not been impacted. Our providers have been able to continue that service just as normal. So we're very happy that there's not been an impact there. Williams urges anyone that knows a senior needing assistance to contact her office. Meantime, seniors in need of non-perishable food items can receive free deliveries beginning Monday. Life Church will deliver food baskets from 1 until 3 each day. To request a food delivery, call 526-6900. That's 526-6900. Trying to differentiate between allergies and virus? Well, it can be harder, especially these days, as pollen begins to fill the air. Allergist Dr. Aaron Roman says the coronavirus likely fever-based. Fever can be defined as a temperature of 100.4 degrees or higher if you take that temperature orally. Now, with allergies, you should not have a temperature of 100.4. Other allergy symptoms include nasal drainage, sinus congestion, runny eyes, sneezing. Volunteers will be needed the next three weekends to help transition the Highway 70 cleanup. Putnam County EMA Director of Volunteers Kevin Tucker says we're leaving the cleanup phase and entering the recovery phase. It'll include a much more intensive just staging of debris. FEMA is on site now with their large trailers, moving everything to the landfills. If you wish to volunteer over the next three weekends and have not registered to do so, you can simply visit the Putnam County Fairgrounds Women's Building between 8 and 5, Tuesday through Sunday. Interviews for Putnam County School Director have been postponed until early April. That because of the coronavirus. Putnam County School Board Chair Dr. Don Fry. The remainder of the board is hopeful that we can still have our person named to that position at the May 1st board meeting. We're going to go in that direction to do that, but obviously we, again, may have to go to another plan should things become different in the country right now. Fry says the search committee is still reviewing applicants. They're prepared to conduct interviews via the Internet if needed. Trying to put a plan in place when things change hour to hour. That's the issue facing Interim Director of Schools Corby King as he tries to figure out a way to educate students in Putnam County for the rest of the 2020 school year. The information every day, we get new information, new stuff every hour. Uh, The medical community seems to be changing their recommendations, what what they believe we should be doing. Uh, Information we're receiving from our State Department of Education, from the Department of Health, seems to be changing by the hour. So we're just trying to adjust as the new information comes in. 
Have you kind of made a, a tentative plan for, for what the rest of the school year might look like, or is it is it too early to do that? Yeah, our goal was to try to provide some type of educational services beginning Wednesday, April the 1st, if we're not able to come back to school. Uh, right now, again, you know, the information continues to change uh, hourly from the health community and from the State Department of Health. So we're going to follow their guidelines and their recommendations. Uh, if they believe that it's safe to return to school April 1st, then uh, we, we will follow their recommendations. But if they believe we need to continue to extend this absence, and it could be, I've, I've heard any time from uh, sometime in April to May to the end of the year. I mean, there's so, so much rumor uh, concerning this. So we have plans um, beginning April 1st to provide some type of educational services. Uh, our teachers and administrators will return from spring break next week. Uh, we have plans to meet with them in small small groups, small settings. Uh, there's some teachers that are concerned. I know about meeting as a whole faculty, and we're going to break that into smaller groups and, again, follow the uh, recommendations. So we're going to work with teachers on how to, to uh, what resources we have available to provide remote teaching. Uh, and support students in that environment. And then we have uh, resources available for parents and students uh, for remote learning. Uh, and we, a lot of that will be online, and we're working to get devices and connectivity to those who don't have them. For the ones who we can't get connectivity to, we will have paper packets available. And uh, our, our transportation department, our assistants will go out into the community to help deliver those packets and collect them, bringing them back to the schools. And this is assuming that, that there's no signs or symptoms in the home. Uh, we, again, health and safety is our primary concern, but we also want to uh, provide a con continuation of educational services as much as possible. I know technology is not a substitute, but the technology that is available today uh, does give you some ways to, to help continue yes, the education. Absolutely, it does. Uh, and some of the things that will be look, you know, working with teachers we have the ability to uh, do Zoom teleconference uh, sessions. Uh, teachers will have that availability for students to do a screencastify through Google where the teachers are teaching and recording alongside, uh, that, whether it's a voiceover PowerPoint type thing or uh, Google Slide, or you know, they can even show themselves, they can record themselves going through the lesson. If you're a math teacher, they can record the lesson and put that up. And then have some office hours and be available for their students to do a and a session with them. So uh, lots of things we can do remotely. And then we also have a lot of programs and resources that we currently use in our school system. And students are very familiar with how to log in and how to utilize those. Uh, and we have a list, and it's too many to really go into right now, but a, a list of all of the resources available. And then there have been other companies that have reached out to say, hey, you know, you can use our resource. We're going to open that up to the uh, public school systems during this time to help assist providing those educational services. But this is new territory. This is not how we're structured. Uh, this is very different. Not having that one-on-one -on -one face face-to-face contact on a daily basis is not how the school system is structured. So this will be uh, very different for all of us. Interim Director of Schools Corby King also says the school system is working on a plan to feed young people in the community starting next week.